Hey everyone, you're listening to It's Not Just a Habit, where we talk about the small things that make room for big changes. I'm your host, Zoe Bjornsson, and I'm glad you're here. Hey y'all, it's Zoe. Today I wanted to do something a little bit different. I don't have a guest today, just me. And I wanted to talk about one of the most glorified habits, probably of all time, (laughs) meditation. And meditating is hip right now. It's been hip for a while. It was hip in the 60s and the 70s. And now it's hip again, because we have apps. (laughs) And Although it's hip right now, it's something that can be dated all the way back to 5000 BCE. It started as a religious practice and then it spread throughout Asia and was adapted and transformed based on whatever culture started to utilize it. And then it finally made its way west and it was adopted into this yogi world and that's what really took, you know, took off. And what I think is interesting now is that we're hearing a lot more about the benefits of meditation from a health uh, and medical perspective. So it's no longer just about reaching a higher level of consciousness or your higher self or just like zoning out and getting in a trance. It's about what that trance actually does to you. And things like reducing stress, having a healthier heart, having better better sleep, increased immunity, all these things are happening to your body because you're not in your head. And I just think that that's a very interesting thing to sit with. When you quiet your mind, your body responds positively. When you quiet your mind, your body is giving you a thumbs up. So we need to slow down. We need to not necessarily stop thinking, but we just need to stop the treadmill that is happening in our brains because otherwise our bodies might not like us so much anymore. And I know that this sounds pretty big and it sounds kind of unattainable like how am I gonna live longer just by closing my eyes for 10 minutes each day and while I'm not gonna get into the science behind it I just want to get into my personal approach and my personal journey with meditation and my journey started about five years ago I had heard of meditation um Obviously, I knew, you know, a handful of people who were doing it on a regular basis, whether it was my stepdad, whether it was my stepmom or my dad or my aunt, you know, it was in, it was in my circles and I was curious. So I tried out a couple of apps, Calm, Headspace, you know, it did it for maybe a week. I had a streak or something, whatever their gamification was at the time, but it didn't stop my monkey mind. Like, I am someone who is constantly thinking about what's going to happen next. Like I'm very hard to surprise because I probably thought about that situation that I'm in and the possible outcomes, mostly negative, sometimes positive. 
and that didn't go away. So I was like, okay, <laughs> not, this isn't working. I'm not getting better at this. And I fell off. Then I had my like level two challenge of meditation and I started working with a friend who was a meditation coach and, you know, he taught me more about meditation and the benefits again and, um, you know, how to meditate or start your meditations. And the other thing he taught me, which is kind of, you know, very much so linked to what we're doing here is that when you're starting something new and uncomfortable, especially something like meditation where you're not going to see results very quickly, you need to anchor it to another habit or routine that you do every single day. And this concept of anchoring habits, meaning attaching a new habit to something you already do, can be helpful in so many instances. But for me, it was like, okay, let me set up the scene of meditation. I'm going to wake up, I'm going to wash my face. And after I wash my face, I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to meditate. So it just created this environment that meant success for me. And I still for the most part, have this same kind of routine because I'm just like triggered by washing my face. Like that's like me turning on a light and saying, hey, go meditate. So I started off with these guided meditations from Headspace. I started sprinkling in unguided. I was meditating for maybe 10, 15 minutes. And, you know, this, like I said in the intro episode, this was when I was in Thailand. So environment is ripe for meditation. But then I travel around the world. I get my ass back to the United States. I'm on vacation with my family and I don't meditate because I'm around people and those people have plans and I want to be involved in those plans and I don't want to hold anyone up. So I stopped meditating. I just fell off. And after that took me about another year to try it again because I'm like, I know it's good for me. Like I know I'm less cranky, but again, kind of didn't stick. And so then we're going to fast forward to the time where it all began last fall, November, 2019. I was down in the dumps and I needed to commit to myself. And I knew that meditation was a commitment I had made in small pieces that had turned out well in some capacity in previous lives. But downloading Headspace or Calm wasn't going to do it for me. So I signed up for a course like anyone does. It's like <laughs> it's like a DIY project. I was definitely in this phase of my life where I needed to have something to look forward to. I didn't have a job. I was living at home with my mom and my stepdad and my little brother. And they're all amazing. But I didn't have anything for me. I wasn't going on vacation anytime soon. Like I just... I didn't have anything. And this meditation course was was part of me building myself back up again and recommitting to myself by committing to meditation. So I signed up for this transcendental meditation course and I knew how to meditate. So it didn't really teach me how to meditate, but it taught me so much more about the benefits of meditation, especially the health benefits, you know, living longer, healthier heart, all that fun stuff. I'm not going to repeat it to you because... Google exists and I'm just going to butcher all the stats, but it just helped me learn how to integrate it into my day 
and also how to approach those thoughts when they did come up in my meditation. Like I said, like <laughs> my brain is a, a million miles a second, it feels like sometimes. So knowing that those thoughts weren't all bad was just something I needed to learn and learn it from someone that wasn't on an app. <laughs> and finally, you know, all of this is four day kind of course and diving a little bit deeper into something helped it stick. And I don't always practice transcendental meditation, uh, but meditation has become a daily habit for me. Five years later, it's a daily habit. Five years later, that's a long time. That's more than like the 21 days, 66 days, whatever the stat is today of how long it takes to cultivate a habit. That's way longer. But I had seen these moments when not necessarily when I had been meditating and I like reached this blissful state, but it was the exact opposite. I had noticed that when I stopped meditating, I became a Zoe that I didn't want to be. I was cranky. I was short with people. I was judgmental. I just like didn't have a good head on my shoulders. I wasn't someone you really wanted to be around. And who knows if other people notice it. They probably did. But I noticed it. And by meditating, I was telling my brain that this is time for you. This is a time for you to just chill and have some self-care. And this is not the bubble bath self-care. It's the, hey, it's your mind. We're giving you a break. You don't have to do anything right now. If you want to, cool but you really don't need to. You can pick up that, you can roll it around, but then you can drop it right there. And there's gonna be no negative impact to you dropping it right there. Because when you go on the rest of your day, if you drop something, there's gonna be you know, some sort of reaction to that. There's gonna be an effect from that. But when you're meditating, it's just you time. And while I've had trouble here and there keeping up with meditation when I'm with friends or family on vacation or excited about something that's happening that morning, I have realized that I need this time and I need this habit, not because I'm trying to reach this higher level of something or other, or because I'm trying to become the most peaceful per person on the planet, but because I don't necessarily like myself when I have not done it. And I made it a habit because it was good for me. And I found a method that worked for me, that made sense to me. And meditation isn't for everyone. I think first and foremost, it's not for everyone, but it's for a lot of people. And you should try it regardless. But TM also isn't for everyone. The yoga teacher at your studio isn't for everyone. The headspace guy isn't for everyone. So do your digging and find who and what works for you. Find who inspires you because just like you have your favorite Equinox, Soul Cycle, kickboxing, yoga, Pilates, whatever, instructor, you need to find your favorite meditation person or instructor. Or you need to do it unguided and just give yourself that time to slow down, 
so that your body can rest. Because if your mind is resting, your body can rest. And it's all, it's all intertwined. And I think the, the, the biggest tip, like, <laughs> you know, Allison said in her episode, is that you need to have fun with it. You can't approach it from this, like, I've got to nail it perspective. And, like, I'm going to crush meditation because no one's crushing it. And you're not going to get anything out of it by crushing it. So have some fun. Do your research. Figure out what works for you. It might take five years. I hope it doesn't, but it might. It might take longer, but just try it. And with that, a little surprise, I want to leave you with a meditation from my lovely, dear, wonderful friend and vocal artist, Kaki Martin. It's only five minutes, so you don't have an excuse not to do it because you're already listening to this, but it will help you get out of your head, into your body, and just relax and just find a little bit of centeredness. So it's going to pop on in just a couple moments, but get comfortable, find a seat, lie on your bed, lie on the couch, just get comfortable and enjoy it. Let me know what you think. Instagram at it's not just a habit or just text me if you know my number. But here it is. And thank you. Thank you to Kaki for creating this lovely meditation just for it's not just a habit. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Let's start with rubbing our hands together. Generating your energetic life force. Turning your focus inward. Soften your gaze. Prepare your nervous system for intentional movement. Take a deep breath in through your nose. Hold. And release out through the mouth. One more time. Let us tune in. meditation, I invite you to breathe with patience, love, and gratitude in rhythm with the melodic phrases. Allow yourself to surrender to the flow of the music. I encourage all who feel called to sing along with me. Ooh. 
Rub your hands together. Straighten your spine. Feel your energy, your power, rooting down, down into the earth. To close, one deep breath in and out. Thank <sighs> you.